Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we have made it to the midpoint of the Australian Open 2024. And Bryce, I'm trying to tell you, man, this tournament has been wild and crazy. <laughs> what's up, brother? How you thinking? You, oh, man, you telling me. And, and just to kind of cut to the chase, especially on the women's side, I mean, We'll talk about it. The men have kind of been, you know, you know, to form, if you will. Right. But oh, these women are clowning. Yeah, yeah. There's some there's some names that I have not heard of that are just coming out the woodworks like, hey, I'm here. It's 2024. Or I'm back. <laughs> right? Yeah, I come because I tell you what, there's somebody that I'm going to change a little bit of a prediction for. It's going to be kind of crazy, y'all. Exactly. So, well, let's jump right on into it. I mean, um, you know, the first week we had some, I mean, that one day where we had the the Rabakana, Blinkova, tiebreaker and Mm -hmm. all the matches, the men's matches going five sets and just if you are a tennis fan, how could you not enjoy all of those matches? Exactly, Bryce. I think one of the uh, one of the analysts on tennis channels or ESPN, rather, I think it might have been Pam Schreiber, said that this I think that the men on the men's side, this is the most five setters. I think they've had 35 set matches already in the tournament. And I think the record is like 31. So all they need is one more five set match. And mind you, we still have a week of tennis left y'all. So it's like, they've already pretty much hit that, that record, which is bonkers, but it just goes to show, man, folks took their off season serious. They coming out, they ready to play and, and they putting in work, man. I have been enjoying this Australian open Bryce. I, I really have uh, as well. I mean, other than it's completely screwing up my sleep schedule and having me grouchy in the morning. Um, it's, it's, it's been really, really good. So let's do this. Yeah. Let's jump into, you know, we made our predictions. Uh, we started at the quarterfinal level. Yes. Yeah. And let's start off with the women and talk about, first of all, out of the eight quarterfinalists that you predicted a week ago, <laughs> how true to that are you this week? Right. Right. Uh, you know, it's for me, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it, well, and we're starting with the women, right? Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> let's just say the top half, just, yeah, just, I, I, there is no, of all the four women that I picked to make it to the quarterfinals on the top half, I, I, yeah, zero, zero. Okay. Because in the quarters, I picked Iga versus Ostapenko, and I picked Rabakina over Pagula. All of them gone. Bye bye. Gotcha. I had one. Okay, you got one. Okay, very yeah. good. Um, I, I was the same as you. I had um Sviatek meeting Ostapenko. Yep. But I had Rabakana meeting Queenie. Ah, that's right. You you picked yeah. Queenie. That's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. But yeah. but to be honest, I mean I had Rabakana taking out Queenie. So well, and let's be clear. <laughs> Queen, Queenie had a struggle as well because she was playing her countrywoman and she, they went seven. What was it? The, the match tiebreaker in the third set. Right. I think that thing was right. like 10-8 because her countrywoman right. Wang was like, nah, sis, you ain't writing this in yet. 
Shoot. I remember you from back in the day. Right? <laughs> exactly. I got I can I can work with you. That right. was a good match, Bryce. It, was it really, really was. Good. Yeah. It really yeah. was. So <laughs> so yeah, so um, you know, I just did one better than you on the top, and then yeah. on the bottom, I shot 50%. Uh, because I had Goff meeting Wozniacki, mm-hmm. and I had Sabalenka meeting Jabur. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about that, because because hey, who now? See, I got three of the four, and that's how we go talk about it. Because okay, I okay. had Golf, I had Golf versus Sakari, so we, I will never vote on Sakari again. Let's just be clear on that. And but then the other one actually came to form, which is Big Sab against Mira Andreeva, and boy. Y'all, Mir Andre was like, you know what, Anja, bro? I love you. I look up to you, but I'm about to put them things on you. <laughs> and you know what? I got to give you props for that call because I remember when you made that call last week and I was like, Andre, well, yeah, she's on the come up, but quarterfinals, I don't I don't really know about that. And look, she she played around too because what was that one match she had where she was down like <laughs> Five one or something. Five against two Perry, the against set. the French woman. Five one, yeah. and she crept her way back. She was just like inch, like she's like I'm just taking point by point, game by game. And Perry started getting nervous, and she started getting tight. And Andre was like, "I got you, I got you. I'm 16. I ain't got no fear." What? Right. right. That was that match was incredible. I watched mm-hmm. that third set, and I was like, "Mira Andreva, I don't know how you got down five one." But kudos to you for, for for locking in and taking that match. That was incredible, Bryce. I like and that you young lady. What? Yeah, and you know what, Isaac? Those type of wins many times pay dividends later on and, and, exactly. and matches later in the tournament. So we don't know. Now, granted, she's playing, you know, Big Sab next. And that's gonna be, you know, that's that's a challenge, but it, it may pay dividends for her. It it, it just might, but the, I, I, that to me will be a, a very very tough match for Mira Andre because I tell you what, Big Sad put that double O, <laughs> them double bangles. She was like, <laughs> you look hungry. Big Sab is out there not trying to play around with it, Bryce. I'm trying to tell you, she that was the first time she ever double bageled someone. So in my opinion, that speaks volumes. For Sabalenka. To me, she's oh, absolutely. good ball. Good ball, bro. And, and you got to think about it, too. She's probably looking at, you know, Sviatek is not in the tournament yep. anymore. Yep. And so um, that's a, a huge boost for her. And, and let's talk about Iga for a second, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. It's actually starting to annoy me a little bit with all the Iga hate that I see out there. I just don't even see where it's really deserved. I mean, she it's seems right. like a really cool person. She supports, you know, the Ukraine stuff, and she does, uh, you know, exhibitions and fundraisers. She she goes out there and she plays, yeah. you know. Who was that she came back on um, in the tournament? Yeah, because uh, that was uh, Colin, Daniel Collins. Collins, right. Came back, made Collins start talking about retirement. <laughs> you know, broke her spirit. You know, I mean, granted, everybody can like, and dislike whoever you want. That's right. But usually I kind of understand it when I see like if somebody says, oh, I don't like Djokovic or oh, I don't like, you know, whoever. Right. But I just don't get it. I mean, I think she has held the number one spot with class yep. and uh, and she fought hard at the end of last year to even snag it back 
from uh, Cyberlanka. I just don't mm -hmm. get it. But what I am happy to say yeah. is even though she lost because she didn't win the Australian Open last year, because she wasn't even in the finals, she'll still retain the number one ranking right. after this tournament. But I really did think she was going to win it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Like I said, Bryce, I mean, she came in with great form. Uh, I, I honestly thought the match that she played against Danielle Collins was going to just, you know, lift her up because of the fact that she locked in against a great player in Danielle Collins and was able to pull out that match. I just at that point was like, OK, Iga's confidence is there now. She's she's about to start rolling. And I, I didn't get a chance to see the Noskova match. I, we've heard a lot about that young lady, but not enough that she should be taking out the number one player in the world. <laughs> so let's just no. be clear. That is an absolute shock. So I, I'm going to definitely need to kind of re to watch that and analyze what exactly mm -hmm. kind of happened. But, you know, I mean, still, I think like you're saying, Iga does not deserve the hate. Uh, she's a great lady, a great, great number one. Uh, she just goes out there and puts in work. I think people get mad at her because of the fact that she be going down and she clowns folks. And to <laughs> me, if you get on the court, I'm sorry, you got to play. And if you're not, if you're not up to par, don't be mad at her because she gave you bagels and breadsticks. You people, y'all can't be mad about that. She's out there trying to win. And I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I take the same attitude. If you don't get on the court with me, and if I know I can beat you, six love, six love. Talk to Cedric Flash. He knows. Oh, now you home for that. <laughs> I love my dog. I love my dog. But let me tell you, the bagels my name. Oh, I. I love my dude. You know that's our boy. But seriously, folks, seriously, right. if 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 you get on the court and you out there and you battling, and mm -hmm. you got to do what you got to do. So I I can't be mad at that. Right. Cedric, I well, love you. <laughs> well, you know what? Last night, when I went to bed, Iga had just won the first set. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, Naskova, she won the first set. She's going to run through her. Imagine my surprise when I woke up this morning. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I did not expect that result whatsoever. So like I said, going to have to definitely see kind of what happened. But I still feel like Iga is doing big things. And I feel like she will still have a very, very good 2024. Right. Um, so what do we want to do? Let's uh, so we want to give our predictions now for the quarterfinals. Yes. Of the women going the forward. Women. Right. Uh, so um, I'll start off at the top for the women. Yeah. So we have Nescoba playing Svetlana. I have I'm, I'm all in on Svetlana now. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, completely. Right, right. Uh, Sister is not going to come in and not be ready for Nascova. Uh, so I expect for her to make it in the quarterfinals, and I expect for her to meet Azarenka. And it still is hilarious to me that Ostapenko can't get it done against Azarenka. Azarenka is like, I'm not here for the bullshit. No. I am here to take <laughs> you out each and every time we play. <laughs> and Ostapenko cannot figure it out at all. No. So uh, I am happy to see Yastrzemska back. There was a time that we were very hyped on that young lady. We thought she was kind of the next thing. We, you know, we maybe had some dirty blood going on and some other things going on. But she looks like she's back. Um, and I did not expect for Yastrzemska to make it to the fourth round, but I do believe uh, that Azarenka is going to stop her in her tracks there. Right. right. And we'll have Svetlana versus uh, Azarenka 
and the bottom half of the top, I'm going with Sister Girl, Paolini. I, I'm taking her over Kalaskaya. And if I could just have 30 seconds to tell a quick story, <laughs> I was on the plane last night flying. They have ESPN2, thank goodness. So I was able to turn on uh, the match with her and Sloan Stevens. They were in the third set. And I had this feeling. I said, sometimes you hear about people say they don't watch women's tennis or whatever. And I was watching this match and I said, if I wasn't the tennis fan that I was, I'd feel the same way. Mm. I mean, Callis, and I don't know, maybe they were swinging out and clowning in the first two sets. I didn't see it. But that third set was just some boring tennis to me. Sloan looked uninspired, as usual. And Kaliskaya, as good as I know that she is, she looked relatively unimpressive to me. And I thought, like, if I had never watched women's tennis before and this was the only match I had seen, I'd be like, this is not the sport for me. So no. I'm expecting for Paolini to come in with all her high energy and to do a few things. And I'm going to stick with Queenie. Uh, I think Queenie is going to take out Doden, who is, uh, I know, a big hitter and all that. But, you know, let's go Paolini and uh, Zang. Yeah, no, 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 Bryce. I, I match you completely as far as those predictions up top because I do think that Svitolina, without having an Iga there, will definitely get through that match. Azarenka's playing some inspired tennis, bro. That I that I have I'm impressed. And like you said, she's she got Ostapenko's number. So she's just like, I'm not here for all of that. I'm about to get you again. And she did just that. Um, I think it's a, it's definitely a mental thing for Ostapenko. And again, Paolini has had a great, great year. She had a great 2023. I think little sister girl will get it done. And like you said, Queenie, I, I, I've always been on Queenie. Uh, I, you know, I don't know exactly why I wasn't voting for Queenie. I forget who I thought I was. She was going to take her out. But regardless, Queenie has game, and right. and and she will be very, very inspired after taking out her countrywoman in that tight three setter. Mm -hmm. I feel like she gonna handle up on Dota uh, very easily. I think that will be a right. straight sets match. So I, yeah, I'm with you right there, brother. Well, and I think you had Pagula coming through, which maybe which, that was which is which you know probably most people did, right? I mean, right. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, now, that's right. That's exactly what I had. Yeah, you thank you, bro. That's that's what I had. Right, and I'm assuming, and I don't know if you heard, uh, you know, I didn't hear that Pagula just pulled out the doubles because it wasn't worth her staying down there for just the doubles. Yeah, yeah, which okay. I think was a smart thing, just because she wasn't feeling well. You know, she's mm. out of the singles. Just, you know, uh, take the L and, and get on back to the States and, and just kind of get yourself healthy and get right. Because I think this European trip, you know, for her just kind of wasn't good from a health perspective. So I think it was a smart thing to do. And it allows Coco to really focus in on the singles. Absolutely. Which makes me very happy. Right. So you, I, oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I said, because you know, I got big plans for Coco. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we both do. Right, right. So with that, uh, take us through your thoughts on the bottom half. Yeah. So the bottom half, if I can pull that up, um, like I said, I, I, I feel like I did pretty good on that side. Um, wait a minute. Am I pulling up the right four? Oh, yeah. So you had Kostiuk versus Timofieva. <laughs> OK, I hadn't even heard of that young lady before the Australian Open. Let's just be clear, folks. I <laughs> That name is new to me. Um, and it's just it's always interesting, this whole, you know, uh, 
Russian versus um, um, uh, Ukraine battle. So, you know, and we didn't even talk about that up on the top half because there's just still that whole thing going on, which would be interesting with if Savitolina and Azarenka meet. But regardless, I think Kostiuk will, will get it done. I, I've always liked her game. I feel like she's just kind of late in her blooming, but she's got a really nice game, really strong young lady. Um, so I think she's going to come uh, over the come in uh, and get that victory over the qualifier. Um, of course, I'm sticking with golf because that's who I picked. Um, the next match is Mira Andreva versus uh, Krychikova. Again, sticking with my pick, even though I love how Babora is looking. She's looking good. You know, we all know that she kind of, you know, bailed out on Sinyakova so that she could focus in on her singles um, as it relates to doubles. Um, so even though I think she's still playing doubles, but regardless, uh, <laughs> she's she's focusing in more on singles. And so a fourth round, that's really great. But I'm still going with Mira. And OK, where did Anna Samova come from? Um, she was just kind of like, Hey, y'all, I'm back. <laughs> and I mean, took out, I, I thought that Badosa match was really, really a good match because Paula Badosa is playing some great tennis as well. I mean, she didn't do well in the tournament before, but she, she actually played really well at the Australian Open and it took a lot for Anna Samova to take her out. So Anna Samova Sabalenka is going to be a, that's going to be fire. But I am still sticking with my Sabalenka prediction. How about you, brother? Uh, we match completely. Uh, I think Kostiak, um, I'm going with her just because I don't know the other girl. <laughs> um, and, uh, or woman or lady, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be offensive. Um, and um, Goff, yes, because I have big plans for her as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I am going with Andreva because I will tell you this. Yeah. Although... And I love Krachkova. That's another one you and I like that she got a lot of hate that I just didn't understand. Right. But right. Um, although I think she's playing well, she's not the Krachkova of old yet. Right. And yet. yeah, and I think Andreva may be able to take advantage of, of that. Um, but Big Sab, I, I just think she is, uh, you know, Anna Samovo, you know, well, I'm going to, okay. I'm picking Big Sab over Anna Samova, but Anna Samova could be a very dangerous opponent for her. Yes. Because Anna Samova ain't got nothing to lose. Correct. She ain't defending nothing. Correct. And she can hit the crap out the ball. Yeah, she hits as and, big as Sabalenka. And, and can keep it in. Correct. So, um, although I'm picking Sabalenka, I don't know I would be completely surprised if Anna Samova would be able to get the upset. I'm not predicting it, but it wouldn't be a big surprise. I, I'm i so right there with you, bro. A hundred percent. It would not surprise me. If Adam goes out there and gets that W, I would be like, okay, she did that right. thing. It, would, right. it wouldn't be like this whole Noskova over Ega type right. of a moment. That you just right. would not have predicted at all. Adam Samova, right. yeah, I definitely would give her a shot. And I just want to touch on something you brought up about the Svetlina Azarenka um, thing, the Ukraine-Russian thing. I think it's a little different with them because I think they have a relationship and they understand like, okay, we have to take this stance because of the political thing. But I think Svetlina and Azarenka, like personally, they're, they're not going to shake hands because they don't want to ca cause drama with what's going on. But right. even if you remember the last time they played, when they didn't shake hands, they kind of like gave, I think, like a thumbs up or something right. to each other. They you know, they... Right. They've been at the top of the game together and they know each other. And they know this 
thing that's going on has nothing to do with them. Right. Um, exactly. So exactly. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, those are classy ladies right there. Right. Exactly. So from those quarterfinal matchups, who do you have going to the semis? Oh my goodness. Um, that so again, top half. It's so rough because it's like, oh well, I think we already said. Um, um, we just say the semis. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's Svitolina, Azarenka, and then I've got, of course, Paolini versus uh, Kinwin. So I, <sighs> it's so hard because Svitolina to me is playing outstanding tennis, but Azarenka got two Australian Opens under her belt. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, who do you actually? And I, I think honestly, y'all, this will be a forty-nine fifty-one for me. I. I'm going to lean towards Azarenka only because she's been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it's, I, that's all I got. So I'm, I'm, I think it will be Azarenka versus Queenie. Okay. And then for the bottom, um, who did I pick for the bottom? Cause I actually got, Oh, you know, who you picked. You know who you picked. Okay, we uh seems like we lost connection with Isaac. And what we're gonna do, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back uh, when we get Isaac back up here. All right, All right. Bryce. Okay, and we're back. Yeah, so we got our break in. <laughs> we got our break. <laughs> I tell you, boy, live, live recording, folks. It's a right. <laughs> right. So where did I stop, my friend? My, sorry. You were getting that. ready to tell us who you picked on the bottom half. Okay. Yeah. So bottom half, um, I, I, I'm sticking with my predictions, golf versus Sabalenka, of course. How about you? Okay. Well, I'm going to go bottom up. I match you with the golf Sabalenka. Uh, and I up top, I have Quinny. But... I am going with Svitolina over Azarenka. And like you said, it's kind of like 49-51 type thing. But for some reason, for some reason, with Svitolina, I kind of feel like this Kim Kleister's thing with her. Mm. Like, I have a feeling she is going to have better results post-baby than she did before. Right. Um, And... uh, now, once again, if Azarenka wins, I'm not going to be surprised at all. But I just think Svetlana has got this momentum thing going on right now. Yeah. And with Iga out, I think everybody's kind of like, shoot, I got a chance, you know? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so then, so yeah. I'm going to jump from the semis to the finals. Yeah, I'm going Svetlana golf. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. And I, I'm going to go Azarenka golf. Azarenka golf. Okay. Yeah. And I think we're going to end up in the same spot. <laughs> oh, well, you know what my, what my prediction was and still is. It's all about Coco golf. I still feel yeah. like she is looking like a very, she's looking like a champion, simply put. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way that she, you know, we had the, you know, black on black crime, unfortunately, and we had sister yeah. girl on sister girl with Alicia Park. She made Alicia Park look just basic. I'm I'm sorry, and we know Alicia Park is a is a big big time. Yes, uh, we do. Yes, we do. And, and and you know what? And look, 
I have to put this out there because this is who we are. We're brothers on tennis. And yes. everybody knows, you know, we support the peeps. Yes. But I want to comment on something. <laughs> the match before the black on black crime, and let me find it, it's when um it's when Alicia Park beat Layla Fernandez. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In that match, I did not appreciate like the attitude that I saw Alicia Parks giving, like the ball kids and being very short with them and the whole nine. Yeah. She's early in her career. She needs to get that together. That's, that. that's not okay. And you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because so, Yeah. I was a volunteer at the tournament and those are people that are given their time. They're not being paid. The ball kids are not giving their, you know, not being paid or anything. They're just out there enjoying themselves, wanting to get closer to players you, you give them respect. I don't care if you talk, you know, as far as staff and what have you, you can do whatever you want with them. But right. volunteers and especially ball kids, no, mm. no, they're unacceptable. Right. Do not play yeah. around with them. And Alicia, we love you. We want to see you do well. You've got insane potential, but don't get off track with that kind of behavior. And we're going to put right. it out there early for you. So. There you go. Uh, but Coco Golf, man, like you said, if she is able to come out there and to snag two majors in a row? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Shoot, we might be talking about Coco trying to get a good slam. <laughs> and I would be right here for all of it. All of it. All of it. Every drip drop. <laughs> right, right. She just needs somebody to take out Ega every time. <laughs> exactly. She got that. She good. Right. <laughs> exactly. So good. So that is the wacky world of the WTA. Yes, it is, brother. Uh, now, what has been the model of consistency Pretty much. <laughs> has been this daggone ATP tour. Yeah. So, Isaac, out of your eight quarterfinalists you named last week, how many of those did you nail? So, Bryce, honestly, I still have all of my – everybody I named for my quarters – are still possible, every single one of them. And even so far as the fourth round matches, everybody pretty much delivered except for the Americans. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, you, you know I love all of y'all, but I'm sorry. Ben, Tiafo, Tommy Paul, fellas, y'all let me down. Y'all let me down. Because I had y'all making it to the fourth round and neither, just none of y'all was just kind of like, and, and, and granted, Ben played an outstanding match against Adrian Manorino. I was going to say match, that. fire. Absolutely fire. I was going to say that. Yeah. See, but as far as uh, Tiafo going out, I'm sorry. That, to me, I, I can't I can't get with that. And Tommy Paul, I'm, he, he had him. It was the fourth set. He had him. And he just could not. And, and you know we love us some catch Monovich. I, mean, I know. I'm getting ready to say. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a little, but I, but you know, I'm you know Tommy's my dude, so I'm just like, right, got to get over the finish line. When he lost that fourth set, catch Monovich was like, dude, <laughs> you look hungry. His inner now bandian came out. Right? Oh my goodness, he was like, Tommy, I'm gonna feed you and send you on your way. 
And that is exactly what he did. So Bryce, I'm sorry to get off track, but yeah, my, oh. honestly, the quarters in the in the fourth round for the men look really, really good. And you know, well, I should say there were other two others in the fourth round that didn't make it uh, for me, and that was Casper Ruud did not make mm -hmm. it. Neither did Grigor, and that was a upset. Grigor getting upset by um, what was it, Gor Borg Borgs or something like that? Yeah, Borgs. I was like, yeah. what the. the I mean, I had seen Boris's name before, but I'm sorry. Not in right. the capacity of beating someone like Grigor Dimitrov. That, to me, was definitely not not good form for Grigor. But what about you, bro? I'm talking a lot. How about your men? Mm -hmm. You know, you're good. Um, I have seven of the eight okay. in the quarterfinals. Okay. Okay. Um, the one who I, or potentially um, the one that I uh, have that is gone is Runa. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he, uh, his loss is the only one, but, uh, and, and I just want to touch back on those Americans real quick. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad what you said about Ben. Ben actually played a really good match. Manorino, look, Manorino is a tough out. That's he a is, tough out. And he, even for him, Manorino played out of his gourd. You know, he, he's playing the best tennis of his entire career. He's got the highest ranking right now. So I give Ben a little bit of a pass on on that one. Tiafo, I don't know what's going on with Tiafo. Uh, you know, I I I'm gonna be honest with you, Bryce, and I hate to say this, but mm -hmm. I think it was a mistake for him to let Wayne Ferrero go because Wayne to me was that that element that allowed him to be focused on the mm -hmm. court. And I just feel like that's always gonna be Francis's um issue is being right. focused when he's on the court. And I just feel like Wayne Ferrer was a big part of him having his success in that area. So with him not being a part of the team, I'm a little concerned about 2024 for Francis, if I'm being honest. Right, right. Um, and in terms of the catch, Manovich, uh, Tommy Paul, very rarely do I watch a match where I am almost as equally supportive and, and invested in the two players. I love Tommy about as much as I love Ketchmanovich. Right. And we've we've had amazing interactions with both of them. Um, but to your point, so while I'm crazy happy for Ketchmanovich, to your point, the Americans in general, Korda, Paul, Tiafo, Shelton, they really dropped the ball here uh, at the Australian Open. Uh, you got Fritz. Yep. Uh, still in there, but he might be doing his boys to man thing um, <laughs> coming to the end of his road because <laughs> did you hear Nick Kyrgios? And, and I'll tell you what, Nick Kyrgios as a commentator has not been as annoying as I thought he was going to be. I actually like him. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. Um, I can't believe he stepped out there though and said that CC Pops may win his own thing. Um I, I, I don't know that I believe that, but I do feel like he might get up and Taylor Fritz in this next matchup. So with that being said, my my quarterfinal predictions are pretty much what I had before. Mm -hmm. Djokovic meeting CeCe Paz. Mm -hmm. Center meeting Dimonor. Okay. Uh, at the bottom, uh, Zerv meeting Alcaraz. And because I did not, because I had Runa, I'm, I'm replacing him with Herkic against Medvedev. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, pretty much that's, yeah. I like My predictions were top Djokovic versus Fritz, so we differ there. Uh -huh. um, I have Sinner versus Rublev, which I tell you what, 
that's another one. You know, we had a great interaction with uh, Demon and Katie Bolter at the at the city uh, event last uh, last fall, mm-hmm. and love us some Demon. So I'm I'm kind of like that one on that one. And we actually talked to Rublev as well. I forgot right, to talk right. to both of them. Both right. of them very nice young men. That one to me is very much a toss up. I'm kind of like you in regards. I I don't know who's going to win that one, but I'm going to be happy for whoever does right. because I like both Thank of them. You. Yeah. I, so I have Rublev, but it's like I would definitely not be surprised if Demon won. And Demon is like, listen, I made the top 10 and I'm trying to do some things, y'all. So y'all need to get out my way. So Rublev better be ready when he walk up on that stadium court. Because mm-hmm. I think Alice Demonar may be like, he may be on one. And so, like I said, would not be surprised if Demon made it through. But I'm going to stick with my original prediction mm-hmm. and go with Sinner versus Rublev. At the bottom half, I have Hubie versus Medvedev and I have Zverev mm-hmm. versus Alvarez. All right, man. Then roll us right into the semis. Yeah, I'm. I'm. You know what, Bryce? I'm gonna again because I have the same people. I'm gonna stick with my what I predicted. So I have Djokovic versus Sinner, mm-hmm. and then I have Medvedev versus Zverev. Okay, and I will put the quick caveat. Sorry to interrupt you there. The qu- quick caveat is. Carlos Acres is looking like Carlos Acres mode. So while I'm gonna stick with my predictions because I because that's what I said, this is what I said. Right. Acres look like Acres look like he tried to go up in there and win Australia Open. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it to you. Yeah, and, and I'm like you. I'm from here on out. I'm sticking with what I said on the last show. Right. Um, I'm picking Djokovic center up yep. top, and on the bottom I'm picking Medvedev Alcaraz. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> I tell you what, Alcaraz, he's showing that all he really needed to do was go sit down somewhere. Because, exactly. Go sit down. Right. He was tired. He was tired. He was like, I ain't, ha- I ain't had to beat this many people in one year in a long time. So, you know, my arm was a little tender. You know, tender. my knees were a little sore, right? <laughs> but I'm good now. And I tell you what, though, if we get – look. If we get that those two semifinals, Djokovic versus Center is going to be fire, especially fire. with Center's recent success over Djokovic. Yep. And Medvedev, I know you picked Zerv, but um, yeah. Medvedev Alcaraz. Mean. Again, y'all people, y'all are in for some good tennis on the men's side. I'm trying to tell y'all because anyway it shapes up, it's gonna be good. It's gonna mm-hmm. be good. Oh my goodness, Bryce! So, I'll roll us into the finals. Yeah. Um, I I picked the Djokovic Medvedev final, and although I desperately want Medvedev to win, I did pick Djokovic as the winner. But I'm gonna tell you what, I think I'm gonna switch it up. Okay, I'm going with Medvedev for the win now. Wow! I like the way he's looking. Oh, I like okay. the way he's looking. Right. I'm, I'm gonna go with Medvedev for the win. Bryce, well, you, you, you all right, friend. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm gonna stick with it. Um, I do actually have Djokovic Zverev in the final, and I picked Djokovic. I'm, I'm just gonna stick with my predictions on the men's side, and and you know, we'll 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 own up to it when we do our our uh, post show. But um, yeah, I'm thinking Djokovic is gonna get 25, and to me, it'd be apropos for him to get 25 over Margaret Court in Australia. <laughs> yeah, you know, go ahead and get it. Yeah. I tell you what has been funny though, yeah. um, you know, now that Djokovic has come out and admitted, like we didn't already know, that the whole reason why he mocked Ben Shelton's um, 
celebration at the U.S. Open was because, you know, he felt like he was being too big chested and too new on the tour. People have been flooding social media with all this footage of Djokovic Mm -hmm. when he first came out and how he was doing. So it's making him look really hypocritical in terms of this stance he's trying to take with Ben Shelton. And like you have said, Isaac, for where Djokovic is in the history of the sport, this seems really, really beneath him. Beneath him, completely. completely. To be going after this. Completely. I mean, and again, remember when Djokovic was, he played in the doll and, and at the French and then came out and he had to retire. And he was like, I was right there. I was going to beat him. And I was just like, you were nowhere close. And it's like, that was his whole thing. So for him to be talking about Ben is again, the pot, pot calling the kettle black. It's like, come on, dude. Right. And you, and, and like you said, where, where he is at, that is beneath him. It's, it's just, right. it's just childish in, in my opinion. And I want to throw one more thing at, out there to you, Isaac. Yeah. Ben Shelton is another player that's getting a lot of hate that I don't get. You know, people like, he's too arrogant. He's too cut. I mean, why is it always when a player of color (laughs) is out there trying to show some confidence and put his personality out there as an issue? Because we see it all day long from others. And if for some reason it ain't never a problem (laughs) with them, I'm just saying, I mean, holla if you hear me. I holla, bro. I'm I'm with you, bro. I like I said, I I don't get it. Uh, ben is the nicest young man. We had the chance to interact with him on a few occasions. We saw him at the UTS event. He is just a nice guy, y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, what he brings to the court is intensity, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't understand how how folk can be can be. Uh, you know, all, all out of place because he's just trying to be confident and play his brand of tennis. There's nothing wrong with that. He's not being disrespectful to anybody. He's just simply he just he wants to win. And there is nothing wrong with that. So no. if you hate, then something is wrong with you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. So, you know, Isaac, you know, we have an exciting second week of tennis coming up here uh, in Melbourne. And um, any, you know, special thoughts or final thoughts you have about the matches coming up next week? I'm just excited about them, bro. I mean, really, on the men's side, again, there is just matchup galores that are just going to be phenomenal. I do think that that five-setter record is going to be broken because I do see some five-setters happening with with these guys that are left on the men's side. Um, on the women's side, I'm I'm, I'm excited again. The for on two on two two things, you've got the top half that is like completely blown up. Great opportunity for both Spitalina and Azarenka. And Queenie, let's just be clear. So the three of them, very happy for them because I like those three ladies. And on the bottom, you know, for me, it's all about golf as much as I love Big Sab. And you know I love me some Big Sab. But to me, it is about Coco Golf. And this is Coco Golf's world. She is playing confidently. And I'm just expecting Coco to get up in there and be like, you know what? Here's number two. It's it's time. How about you, brother? What are your thoughts? Gosh, I don't want to just say I echo everything you said, but I echo everything that you said. Um, I, you know, I would like to see Medvedev get his number two as well. And we know his best chances are always going to be, I shouldn't say always going to be, but at the moment, they're going to be at the Australian and the U.S. Open. Right. Um, I, you know, 
part of me really wants to see Demi Moore do it and do it for Australia. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, there you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Right, right, right. And then part of me wants to see Alvarez resume, you know. Because yeah, that would and be three, three of the four. Three of the four. This one, bro. Three of the four. So I can be super, super happy for a number of the guys. For the women, if I get that Svitolina golf final, I can just sit back and watch. I mean, because like you, although I would love to see golf get it, I almost would be just as happy for Switzerland. I agree, because you know she got her card, because you know she married the guy. She does. She's she part, she part of the family. Let's she's just part be of the clear. family. She, she gets she invited, invited to the cookout. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She got her, she got her invite. So right. to me, it would be awesome the fact that, and I agree with you, Bryce. As much as like I said, I love me, love, love, love Coco Golf. And I'm definitely leaning with Coco because I picked her to win. But right. if Svitolina were to take this, I, I I would I would be I would be happy. I really would. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Jim's household, y'all. Jim's. Jim's. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, with that, Isaac, uh, we're going to go ahead and, and um, end this, wrap this up a little bit. But everybody enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this, this great tennis. This has been an amazing first major of the year. We're looking forward to it. And we will be back next week uh, to review how the tournament did wrap up and how we did with our final predictions. And uh, we'll be back on Instagram live as well. So we'll be looking forward to get to getting your input and hearing what you thought about the 2024 Australian Open. So all that being said, everyone enjoy. And on behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone be well. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.